When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Wednesday edition of the program. We hope you're always being welcomed back into the show, whether it's the beginning of the show or the end of the show. We hope you never leave. Um, you can go download the podcast. You can go make sure that you download the iHeartRadio app, and boom, you'll be able to listen to us all day long, no matter where you are. we got a bunch to get with you uh, discussing so far today. We have right now Christopher Ray testifying uh, on Capitol Hill, FBI director. We've got some clips that we will play and discuss, and we're going to be joined by Representative Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, who had some fireworks early on with Mike, uh, with Christopher Ray. We will play those for you. Rand Paul, Senator from Kentucky, scheduled to join us at the top of the third hour. He said he's got some news to break with us. All of that coming your way. Inflation comes in at 3%. There's lots of celebration. What I would point out is something that I think a lot of people don't discuss. All of that massive increase in inflation... Now it's still growing at 3% on top of that. So if you're out there and you're like me and every time you go to the movies or every time you go through a fast food drive-thru and you're like, 75 bucks, how is this possible? The numbers aren't coming down. Those numbers are now baked in. What you pay for a hamburger has skyrocketed. What you pay for french fries, potato chips, treats at the movie theater, all of it not going away. Have you noticed this, Buck, as much in your day-to-day? Oh, absolutely. And it's a decrease in the increase that you're Correct. already seeing, which is what it's a little bit like when the government starts to tell you like, oh, like we're going to even Republicans, we're going to have some big budget cuts. And they're like, oh, these austerity measures. How are we going to handle all this austerity? And then you find out we're arguing over a decrease in the increase in yes. spending. You know, this is I'm a million dollars in debt. Oh, I'm going to be austere. I'm only going to add another 
hundred thousand instead of two hundred thousand on top of that. Inflation in this regard is somewhat similar in that inflation is still high. It's just decreasing year over year and it's not going up as fast as people had thought. I've mentioned, I think, on the show that it, like every time I go through a fast food drive through now for my boys and uh, inevitably some of their friends and, you know, we're buying hamburgers and, and ketchup and, and I hope we get ketchup, but French fries, hamburgers and French fries just kind of rolling through. Every time I go through a drive through it's like 75 bucks now. I took my kids, Buck, and uh, several of their friends to go watch this, uh, you know, the Spider-Verse movie, which I thought was pretty good. Spider-Man for the parents, grandparents out there. They do the Spider-Verse movie. I enjoyed it. Took the kids. I spent $140 at the concession stand in the movie theater. Now, I had six kids. I think my wife was with me. Um, you know, there's so six, you know, seven or eight people that I'm buying for $140 on popcorn and candy. And that movie theaters have always been expensive. I know every dad for generations has said, Oh my God, I can't believe what I just had to spend at the movie theater. But the numbers that now come up when you do things that are not supposed to be super expensive, go through the drive through of fast food. Most people do fast food because it's both fast, convenient, and not that expensive. You can't do anything affordably. So, Yes, inflation is coming down, but the numbers, that 9% inflation, that 10% inflation in many parts of the country, that's baked in forever. They're never going to come back off of the numbers that we have now. I mean, if you make omelets like I do, you make a three-egg omelet these days, and you feel like you should be making glib remarks about the peasants because they can't afford the three eggs because eggs are crazy expensive, a lot of things. Now, I know there's bigger reasons for that. But overall, grocery store prices have gone have gone up. But one of the problems with uh, oh, and I have a few. Do you have any friends who raise chickens? You know, Anna, I know Pauline, people. Aluna. I don't have any. I got people who raise kids, and if you raise kids and chickens, that seems like a bridge too far. But I do know a lot of people are doing it. Congresswoman Luna up in Tampa told me she gave me a whole rundown on how how much fun it is to raise chickens and how much better their eggs taste. And these days it feels like it's pretty economical too because of the price that, that you're seeing in the grocery you, stores. You know what I did, Buck, that I was like, I, I feel like I should confess on the radio over the weekend? I had avocado toast on back-to-back days. Did you have it with Gavin Newsom? Because that's what he has, Clay. Uh, is that what he has for Brett? Probably is. Probably. And you know what? I have to make a confession. It's really good. This, yeah. I, I know that it's it's trendy to make fun of uh, the millennials and Gen Zs over their avocado toast. I, I had avocado toast. I was at a wedding in Chicago, back-to-back days for breakfast on Saturday and Sunday. I had it on Saturday, and I was like, oh, it's pretty good, because they didn't have anything else that I would order, and I was like, I'll get this avocado toast. Then I had it on Sunday, back-to-back days. It's now a trend. I They're right on this one. Avocado toast is really good. We got to use some AI to get to create a clay with avocado toast meme or something. Um, Do you I think people say, trust me less now on the show because I just confess that I like avocado toast? No, you're a, you're a, you're a renaissance man. You know what I mean? You're a, you got many many hats. Clay wears many hats, and and uh, I would I wanted to bring this just around for a second too. And this is kind of a a thing that I wish I didn't have to say. But even though what we just described, which is that prices are still high and inflation overall, I mean, you know, inflation overall is still high. Look at where mortgages are right now. There, there's stuff to point to that's problematic for the economy. The high prices for a lot of people, they become somewhat used to it. Yeah. And Joe Biden, I know Bidenomics, everyone's talking about it. Joe Biden is not in the, you know, brutal recession. I mean, People have been thinking that this was going to happen. Maybe it still will. But this is an economy that they will be able to spin if it stays 
like it is now. If perception stays where it is, um, which is a problem for Republicans in 2024. I'm not saying it's a good economy. It's not. But it's not so awful that it will override their ability to try to convince people that, you know, the job's not done and build back better and all the propaganda fire hose uh, is going to be enough that they, they're able to convince us otherwise. Buck, I want to play. Uh, you're talking about Biden, and I think this is important. I, last night, and I know he's on he's in Europe, so it's a little bit different in terms of the time zones, but he didn't go to the dinner of all the U.N., uh, the, the NATO leaders. I think that they had a big dinner and they said that he was tired. And so he couldn't go. If you have watched him walk around, just walk around with Prince Charles and with the Prime Minister of England and many of the other global leaders, I think it's becoming increasingly impossible, even for people on the left wing, to argue that Joe Biden is okay. Because it's to the point now, Buck, where every step that he takes, I think he might fall. There are, I'll give you an example. This past weekend, I was with my, um, I was with my father-in-law and my stepmother-in-law at a wedding. My father-in-law is approaching 80. Uh, my stepmother-in-law is approaching 80. There was a wedding that went till 1 a.m. They were on the dance floor till 1 a.m. There is a big difference between how people at the age of 80 are able to carry themselves. Joe Biden is not a healthy 80. He's not a vibrant 80. He's not a in control. I watched Indiana Jones, Buck. They just filmed the Harrison Ford fifth Indiana Jones movie. Harrison Ford's a pretty vibrant 80. Joe Biden is four 80-year-olds in the bottom, I would say, 10 or 20% almost of physically, when I'm talking about the mental capacity, of the physicality, right? Like, he can barely get up and down stairs. And Mika over at Morning Joe is very upset about the inability to cover this up by his staff. If Joe stumbles, it's the staff's fault. Mika, Mika, by the way, knows how to order around staff. Let me tell you something that she's good at is, you know, telling the, the servants where to go and what to do. Here she is getting a little bit upset at the situation of Joe Biden just being as old and feeble as he is. Got to cover it up. She wants them to cover it up better. Play it. I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying if you are managing a president's schedule and you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off plane. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him and you need to make a pathway. And you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. Okay, so do a better job because you can't have these video images of the president tripping or the president like going the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because his age is going to be a factor. Can I tell you what's going on here, Clay, in my mind? Mika is upset that when she's out with the other trust fund stepmoms. Um, they're upset that they have to pretend like Joe Biden is not old and feeble because everyone's seeing it. You know, it's becoming uh, it's becoming embarrassing among Democrats that they have to look at each other and act like this isn't the glaring problem that it actually is. But that doesn't mean they won't vote for him or it doesn't mean that they care enough to do anything about it. They just want it to be covered up better. Think about where we are, Buck. 
We're now to the point where MSNBC, which is default left-wing Democrat propaganda, is now blaming staffers for Joe Biden tripping and falling on stage for the fact that there were sandbags on the stage, which I believe were designed, Buck, to keep the lectern from blowing over in the wind. It's not Joe Biden's fault for tripping. Remember we played that clip of all the MSNBC people coming on saying, I fall all the time. This is not a big deal. People fall all the time. I just fell, I mean, and you heard it, and, and you thought to yourself, this is like Kim Jong-un level propaganda. The man is not well, okay? He is neither physically nor mental well, mentally well. I think you could have a legitimate debate. Which is worse? Joe Biden's physical state, which is bad, because he, you know, he he even knows it's bad, Buck, because he does that little thing where he pretends like he's running, you know, when he uh, when he is about to fall over, Buck. I I know they were trying to make him seem like he was so vibrant and with it. Did you see him dragging around the la- the lounge chair or the uh, on the beach over the weekend? They were like, "Look at Joe Biden with his shirt off," like, and he was dragging around like a a, a chair to lay out on. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, he, he might die while he's doing this. I don't know. What do you think? Is he physically or mentally worse off? The answer is both. But which one is worse? That's how bad things are that now it's somebody else's fault when Joe Biden trips and falls on the stage. It's a I just fault. think, though, I think that going back to uh, to Mika and her ladies who lunch, you know, clinking the Chardonnay glasses. Uh, I think that as long as they believe the real decisions will be in 2024 made by uh, Jeff, what Jeff Zients, uh, Ron Klain, um, go down the list of the of the senior White House staff, um, and as long as they're you know Anita Dunn is she still in the mix? I mean I don't even know. Isn't it funny you don't really hear that much about Klain stepped down. A lot of people are rotating out. I think in advance right. Zines of the campaign, take, Zines took over for Klain, right? But I'm just. But that doesn't mean that that Klain is not, or that he's in, not going to come back as a part of the campaign yeah, apparatus and, and, and in else. the senior orbit. I'm just saying those figures. It doesn't even really matter who they are. But as long as because remember, they're really just they're Obama administration holdovers. Biden just puts a Biden name on an Obama apparatus, and Democrats are fine with that. And that's why I don't think the age, I don't think this stuff matters to them at all. Their only worry is. Can we convince enough? People have been pointing out, what did Trump lose by in those three states? Officially, what's the official tally? We'll just look at the official tally. If you basically change 20,000 votes. 20,000, yeah. 20, yeah I 20,000 votes change, then he wins. So they figure if they can run the same playbook in the same states and get the same independence to go the same way, you get Biden term two. Simple as that. I would just leave this as we go to break here. We can come back and we can talk about it a little bit. If this is the kind of conversation Democrats are now having publicly, oh, it's their fault he tripped over the sandbag, what are really well-sourced Democrats saying privately? And, Buck, I would just ask you this. What stories that aren't going public are circulating around the Gavin Newsoms of the world about the gaffes? You know, when you have Joe Biden coming out and trying to say hi to a dead congressperson in public, where's Jackie? That's a big deal, but we see it. What is actually happening behind the stage where they whisper and see things where they're like, oh, my goodness, this is indefensible? The only way that stuff comes out, you have to remember, during the Trump administration, we saw this. 
where it, you could be. Remember the guy who wrote the now I see him on TV occasionally. The the guy nobody Anonymous had ever heard staffers. of who was like, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm writing this letter because I am keeping my hand on the on the threshold of democracy, the uh, the anonymous uh, op-ed guy, yeah. whatever. It's like, because of me, the Trump train is not going off the tracks. Like, like, people were like, we don't even know who that guy is. Like, I knew yeah. I knew that it was nobody that anybody knew in, in that White House at the time. But anyway, um, there's always the incentive to leak against a Republican president. You know, if you're somebody who feels like you haven't gotten the job you want in that White House or whatever, you go tell the You have a piece for the New York Times or the Washington Post. You have a quote. That's going to slam a Republican president. They're going to sweet talk you. They'll probably say, hey, you know, I'll introduce you to my publisher. Maybe you should write a memoir. There's all that. You and I both know in this Biden White House, if you go to the Washington Post in, in, during the election cycle with something that would really hurt Biden, they'd be like, I don't want to have this conversation. They don't want to talk to you about that. They're not looking yeah. unless you're right. And the Newsom machine is working in the, in the background. We'll talk you. more about this. It's the the Newsom machinery is getting loud. Everyone's joining Team uh, Newsom among the uh, Democrat conspiracy side. I never hear, I only hear people on the right saying this. I do not hear any Democrats saying it, which I do think is noteworthy. We'll come back to it. Um, but, you know, look, you see what goes on. If you don't have energy, focus, and drive, yeah, you can trip over sandbags. Yeah, you can fall down. You can have a rough day, metaphorically or literally be tripping all over the place. There's no need for that. If you want a little bit of a boost in your day-to-day, you want a little more energy, try Chalk. This company is making world-class everyday supplements to provide you and your body with the healthy ingredients that you need to feel healthy and strong. Chalk's male vitality stack and female vitality stack lead the way. These are specially formulated combinations of all natural ingredients researched and proven to be helpful. For guys, the leading ingredient in this has been proven in research studies to replenish diminished amounts of testosterone. For women, Chalk's product provides a healthy hormone balance with a lot of research behind it. You'll find these both online at Chalk.com. That's with a Q, as in C-H-O-Q.com. Save yourself 35% off for the life of your subscription when you use my name, Buck, in that purchase process. You get a great benefit here. Use promo code Buck. Go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. You'll get 35% off. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Chalk up a win for Team Reality. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? 
It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no well, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. Congressman Matt Gates pushing hard here on FBI Director Christopher Wray, who is testifying today in front of the House Judiciary Committee. Uh, People looking at what's gone on with the FBI and the obvious politicization that has occurred of the lack of interest in investigating. I mean, that's I would Clay. you know, we often talk about how prosecution, the decision to prosecute is a decision to destroy. But the decision not to investigate is also the decision to put somebody above the law and to put politics above the law. And I think that's what we see with Hunter. I don't think there's any doubt at all. And we're going to talk with Congressman Mike Johnson, who was in that hearing in the third hour of the program. We'll play a couple more cuts for you there. We'll also talk about my boy, uh, Gavin Newsom, and uh, Joe Biden's inability to basically walk uh, anywhere in Europe right now. Newsom walks very well. Yes. Any company that upgrades your service and doesn't charge you more is the kind of company you really want to keep doing business with. You want to be doing business with in the first place. Pure Talk is that kind of company. Pure Talk just added data to every plan for current and new Pure Talk subscribers and is including a mobile hotspot with each subscription with no price increase whatsoever. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk, text, and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. 
That's just $20 a month. This is why we love Pure Talk. It also happens to be a veteran-owned company and only hires the best customer service team, all based right here in the USA. Families are saving almost $1,000 a year. Go switch to Pure Talk today. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Make the switch to Pure Talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, that's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Make the switch today. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Before we play some of this audio from what I think is a very important hearing going on with FBI Director Christopher Wray up on Capitol Hill today, Buck, when you watch the video of Joe Biden walking around all over Europe, when you see the comments from MSNBC hosts, are you still committed to Biden will be the nominee in 24? Oh, really? You're, tr- you're, you're trying to no, see I'm if just, you can edge I'm me just, off my uh, position just, here with what this? What would you need to see? Because I'll, t- I'll tell you, I, I was talking so, with my wife about this this morning, and she said, and I, I thought it was interesting, she said, at some point in the next couple of months, there's going to be something that Joe Biden does or says that is so bad, no one can defend the idea so, of him still being the nominee. I will tell you why I am still firmly planted okay. in All right, I just firmly want to make sure. planted in Bidenlandia in terms of who's going to be the nominee. Not like I'm planted there, but you know what I mean. Uh, I, I think it's it's all reminiscent of the exact same arguments that were made in 2020 about why Joe Biden not only wasn't going to beat Trump, but wasn't going to be the Democrat nominee in the first place. A lot of us were saying, well, it can't be Biden. He's too old and decrepit, and that's absurd. Yet here we are, and I think that we're seeing a a little bit of a replay of that. I also think, irrespective of what someone thinks, like if you're sitting here and you're telling me Trump is the absolute best possible candidate to defeat Joe Biden, or you're telling me, you know, uh, I'm trying to find the best way to put this, Joe Biden's age is in a cancel-out situation with Trump being the um, the Republican nominee, if, in fact, he is the Republican nominee, which is yet to be decided. He's not that much young. I know he's much better off, but it cre- I mean, in terms of his cognition and energy, yeah. but that's a subjective judgment. And so they're going to look at this, and what is Trump, 76, Biden's 80? I think 77, that's right. 77. I think Trump's yeah. 77, Biden's 80. But there's a, and, and that goes to you see to what I mean, though? Yeah. If, you're, if, you're a, if you're a voter in you know, Michigan, and you're like, well, I don't know, I voted Trump, then I voted Biden, or whatever. I don't think you see Biden's decrepit state in his age when he's up against a 77-year-old, the necessary... So I think that's the play Democrats are making here. I also think the incumbency, just as a function of history, is so powerful, they won't give it up. It will throw Democrats into disarray to have a primary. And they, they're going to have to have a primary, right? They're not just going to elevate... They can't yeah. just elevate Kamala. So... I think the best plan that they have is to continue with exactly what they've got. The propaganda machinery is all still in place. They are not chastened by the social media collusion with the FBI and all that stuff. They figure they'll run the same playbook. And I think the ardent Trump voters are saying, well, Trump's gotten a look at their playbook now, and he'll know how to get around it. But they're just going to do 2.0. I don't think they're going to change up anything. I think the difference is they had COVID to use as an excuse for why he wasn't on the road in 2020. And I think it'll be virtually impossible. In t- I, I think that they are going to announce in the next couple of months, and, and I think they'll let Biden do it, 
that he's not going to run. And I think that explains why Gavin Newsom is so aggressively court sort of running a shadow campaign for the presidency right now, all while claiming, oh, Joe Biden's a big... Remember, even in that Hannity interview, Sean asked him and said, uh, how often do you get called by people who say, hey, you need to jump in on this? And he didn't answer, because I bet the answer is quite frequently. Now, we'll continue to follow this, but I think every one of these trips uh, were not literal trips, although it could happen, but when Biden is on the road and it's clear how frail and unable to do the job he is, I think it becomes harder and harder for them to argue that he's up for the idea of being president for four more years. I actually think, and I hate to say this, I don't think, Buck, Biden would live through a second term. I I, th- I think he would die. He might not live through this term, honestly. I, I think he's doing that poorly. But I think he would die as in office if he were reelected. I I still believe that the plan is for them to push Biden through this election cycle. R- remember, you know, we're talking about traveling and everything else. Trump is going to have to appear in court. Now, you could say the federal court is going to get put the federal case. We push back. I think that may be true. We'll see. But the New York case is not going to they're not going to push that thing yeah. back for me. There, there are going to be some variables, some um, unforeseeables in some ways here, uh, just about the schedule and the way that it all goes. I also think that the Biden basement campaign, why can't he do that again, a version of it? Everything very scripted, everything very stagecrafted. He just says, I'm the president. I'm busy running the country. I, I, this is how I see it. I don't think that they're I agree with you. They're able to use covid to sort of hide his decrepit nature from the uh, the general public. And, and I think he's gotten way worse, Buck. I mean, even if you go back and watch Biden in 2019 when he was before covid happened, right before they shut down everything, when he was on the road in Iowa, He's way worse in his physical abilities in 2023 than he was in early. Well, we've seen more, right? We've seen this. I mean, at, at a minimum, to a is, did he extent. deteriorate or do we just have a bigger sample size of Bidenisms uh, physically and mentally to to add to? I mean, I, I could argue that either way. I, I think that's that's clearly the case. I think he's deteriorated quite a bit. I do. Well, of course, if you look at, I mean, even someone like George Bush, who wasn't yeah. uh, W. Bush, who wasn't old when he became president by presidential standards you see him from the beginning to the end with two wars 9-11 everything that happened he didn't age eight years he aged 30 years is trump like the only president who didn't look very much different when he went in and when he came out uh it's actually a fair point he obama definitely was aged by his eight years now is eight now is eight years right so he was in office two terms but you know you're right on george w bush bill clinton I think aged quite a bit. Maybe he didn't age that. He was young when he went in. I think that I think that Trump honestly thrives on the spotlight. I, I think it is a, you know, that some people need vitamin D from the sun and they need like fresh air and a walk out in the woods. Trump just needs to be uh, out there on the stage. I, I think that this is uh, central to who he is and and to who his uh, and to what his you know day to day needs are. Yeah, I think you can argue that Trump's life probably didn't change that much when he was president. In in terms of what he did on a day-to-day basis, most people, I think, aren't as engaged in a day-to-day you know, busyness of being president in the same way. Like, Joe Biden, I think, from 2018 to being president in 2020 was probably a lot different. I don't know that Trump's schedule overall changed that much. And I think, to your point... He's been comfortable be- being in the spotlight for a long time. 
So maybe the weight of being in the spotlight doesn't carry as much weight on his shoulders because he learned how to balance it a long time ago, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, which, which I think it likely does. When we come back. Let's play some of these cuts, Buck. Um, cause I do want to hit him with Christopher Ray testifying. So, uh, as we go to break here, we'll let you know we're going to continue to update you, um, on, uh, on everything that is going on during the course of these hearings. And again, we're going to be joined by Mike Johnson, who is in this hearing right now. Also, Rand Paul in the third hour of the program. Uh, but as we go to break here, I want to tell you, Dutch Mendenhall is co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified. He's also now author of a new book, Money Shackles. So what are these money shackles? They're shackles that represent the financial hamstrings Americans have fought with. Go to school, get in debt. That's one of them. Buy a car, get in debt. That's another one. He believes it's the wrong thoughts and the wrong teachings. And in his book, he'll give you his strategies to use debt to your advantage and to tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. He'll share how he built a multi-million dollar real estate investment empire in only three years, Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history. That's how intent and focused he is. The old American dream dying fast. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at therad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com. Learn, laugh, and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough 
to save. Visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back in team to Clay and Buck, 800-282-2882 on the phone lines. Give us a call. Let us know what you think about all the things we're already talking about. And uh, just to give you a sense of where we are where we are going in the third hour, we are going to um, have Senator Rand Paul, who has an announcement to make. Um, announcement. So we're looking forward to that. And then also uh, Congressman uh, Mike Johnson, will be with us to talk a little bit about this hearing today, the FBI hearing on Capitol Hill. Did you want to play one of those uh, cuts here? Am I remembering that correctly? Or what yeah, cut let's did you do, want to- yeah, let's do that. Um, th- this is going on right now. I think we've got a couple of parts here. Both of these are good, and we're going to talk to Mike Johnson in the third hour. Let's start with cut one. The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the Internet if it came from conservative sources. They did this under the guise that it was disinformation. Can you can you define what disinformation is? What I can tell you is that our focus is not on disinformation, broadly speaking. Well, wait a minute. Yes, it is. Wait a minute. Can I answer the question? You can in a minute. Your star witness said in the litigation, Elvis Chan, who's in charge of this, said they do it on the basis of disinformation. We need a definition of what that is. Our focus is on malign foreign disinformation, that is, foreign hostile actors who engage in covert efforts to (laughs) abuse... Our social media platforms, which is something that is not seriously in dispute. I have to stop you for time. That's not accurate. You need to read this court opinion because you're in charge of enforcing it. No, they were involved in suppressing U.S. election um, information online from 2020. They were involved in COVID suppression. Uh, What's really the part of this, I think, Clay, that's so hard for anybody to to fathom and, and not to think that the FBI needs a dramatic... Uh, a reckoning of some kind, a bureaucratic reckoning, which is complicated. I'll say, you know, we, we call for these things. We pound the table, but it's not as easy as just, you know, defund the FBI and then fund something that will be the FBI again, right? You have to come up with a structure with uh, guardrails, with accountability, with people getting booted. You need things to happen. Um, the fact, though, that the FBI was not only suppressing speech, but wrong in what it was suppressing, right? That's, that's an even, that goes even above and beyond. It'd be one thing. It's still wrong. It's still bad. If they were saying, Oh, well, we're preventing this really harmful idea from being out there. Harmful ideas like the vaccine doesn't stop uh, the spread of COVID. That's the kind of stuff the FBI is making sure they're weighing in on with the CDC and others. I mean, what, where did this program stop and start? We need to get answers. Yeah. To me, Buck, and I've been arguing this for a while, but I, we have so many people out there who listen 
um, in politics that, that I think this really goes to the essence of it. And we'll talk with Rand Paul and Mike Johnson, who you just heard from right there. I, what I would like to see is if our taxpayer-funded uh, employees, which is what the FBI is, are demanding that things be taken down, or if congressmen or senators are demanding that things be taken down, all of it should immediately be public. There should be a open database of requests that are being made by your government and my government that information be pulled off social media. Because I, I'm fine with that. I don't know how many times. Buck, have you ever sent a complaint to Twitter? I would be fine with every complaint I've ever made being public. And I'm not a public official. I'm not taxpayer funded. But full disclosure, three or four times I have sent a claim to Twitter for somebody that was impersonating me online that was confusing people and trying to look like it was me. Um, I think also one time somebody threatened to kill my family uh, on Twitter, and uh, I, I referred that to Twitter. I also referred it to uh, to local authorities because I think if you threaten to kill someone on social media or in real life, like to me, you should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. But I'd be fine with all of that being public. Like I'm not trying to hide my actions, and I'm not a public figure. But I think if I were a congressperson or I were a senator or I was a governor – or certainly if it was the FBI or the CIA or any other government-funded institution that's trying to get things pulled down off social media, we should know what that is. And that's why I thought this opinion uh, from the Congre- uh, from uh, Judge Dowdy down in Louisiana that's being referenced by uh, Congressman Johnson was so important because they legitimately got the receipts, thanks to the Missouri v. Biden lawsuit, to see what was actually going on. The government was using big tech companies to censor American First Amendment free speech that otherwise would be prohibited under our own Constitution. I just uh, have to say, I I think it's a good thing that we are seeing um, action on this and and, uh, attempts for accountability, but we have to come up with a plan, and, and really this is going to come down to who will be in charge of the FBI the next time around. Let's assume Biden or or whomever. Let's assume Gavin Newsom in a in a tight race loses to uh, a Republican in 2024. What happens here? What changes? What's different? The FBI was not changed uh, in any structural, serious sense uh, in the first Trump term. Will it be changed in a second Trump term or or another Republican? You know, under under a Ramaswamy presidency, will there be something that is done here for you, Buck? Christopher Ray was an awful choice. I thought one of the most interesting conversations we've had with Republican presidential candidates, Chris Christie actually said he he recommended Christopher uh, Christopher Ray to Donald Trump. He actually said he thought Christopher Ray was doing a good job. I think most other Republican presidential candidates would disagree with that. Is the FBI so broken that who Trump named as the head of the FBI wouldn't have really mattered? I think that's the a tough yes. thought. I, I think mean, is there yes. someone that could have been a home run hire that would would have us not ripping the FBI to shreds right now? So I, I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary on Netflix, which was really a a Schwarzenegger uh, hagiography. You know, it was like the best possible view you could ever have of Schwarzenegger. And what was really uh, interesting to me was when he comes into office, 
he comes in, you know, he's like, I'm the governor, and I'm going to just, like, cross the system and all this stuff. And he thinks he's going to get all this dramatic change, or at least this is this is the storyline. And then it's like, hey, man, you ever heard of public sector unions? Yeah. You ever heard of the Democrat machine in the state of California? He ran into a buzzsaw, couldn't get anything done, and basically found out the only way to do anything was to become a lib and start whining a lot about climate change. Okay, That's what happened to Governor Schwarzenegger because he didn't understand the power of the apparatus, even with him at the top of it, in terms of opposing him. Something that Trump came up against, to be sure. I mean, there were effectively, I was going to say work stoppages at the State Department, but there's not a lot of work that goes on there otherwise. But there was intentional slow roll sabotage of policy we know this i mean people have talked about it from the bureaucracy when trump was president how do you fix that and you know the only ways i can see are um slashing funding so they you put them on a severe austerity situation in these agencies but then they'll say oh we can't do anything personnel who are ideologically aligned but it's really tough i you know the, the fourth branch of government is very durable, unfortunately, for our republic. I don't know how you fix it. It's going to take a lot to fix it. This is where I come back around to. If you fired half of all government employees, federal government employees, would the government be less efficient? I think the answer is probably no. no. And if you could eliminate half of people who do a job and nothing changes, then it's a sign that we have got a really, really unnecessary bloated bureaucracy. I wish we could just have a president come in and say, half of you are fired, go find real jobs. Uh, I, I would love to see that. Go full Elon, if you will. Let's talk a yes. little bit about the latest on uh, Russia, Ukraine, and there was an Andrew Tate interview with Tucker. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 